This is RAF with Tony Tone and LA. Yo, what's up? It's your boy LA, aka the Love Ambassador, coming to you on this Monday night from up in Perth, Australia. Woo -woo! Yo, it's going to be a crazy week ahead, and uh, we've got a couple episodes coming through. So, this one's going to be on tattoos. The next one coming, I think we've got a uh, bar request uh, global warming from our army, Ron. Uh, so, we're going to look into that and uh, with the current controversies going on with D La Soul, Tommy Boy Records and Payments. I'm going to try and negate uh, record record deals, record contracts. So, yeah, welcome to the uh, evening sessions with LA, and I hope you enjoyed this coming week ahead, and I'll do my best to provide quality podcasting for you, and if not, well, fuck it. <laughs> I tried. So, well, look, how did I come about with tattoos? Uh, the way I come about with podcasts in general is just inspiration from conversations, things that I see, things that I read, things that are topical. And um, today I was doing the usual grocery shopping for the week. And I walked in to the local uh, supermarket and I saw this dude who was just inked, like his whole face, like whole body, toe to toe. And, you know, I'm, I'm an old school dude, right? So initially when I see those guys, I'm thinking like, oh, this is gangster this is like a hood dude you know <laughs> like some barky just you know your mannerism just be a little bit more sort of polite and you know don't try and be the top dog sort of thing you know no one to pick your fights in other words but as i'm kind of going to the veggie section with this dude is i realized like by intuition and you know you know these things as you get older that the dude was some fruity boy man like he was like there was nothing gangster about this dude at all, you know. So then part of me is thinking, like, I wonder if I punch this dude, like, how how he'd actually scrap in a fox. I really don't think he's got any any moves on him. But anyway, don't worry, I didn't find the supermarket. But it got me thinking about, ah, well, you know, tattoos have become something from when I was growing up in, in 80s, 90s, um, you know, was for, like, sailors uh my uncle worked down at the port so you know he had this you know tats for seafaring and everything like that um and for like yeah like gangsters basically you know not, not only barkies but like mafia dudes and triads and you know vietnamese gangsters and whatever all had their tats so when we were growing up it was just not something that never really kind of came about within your vocabulary you know it was only it was only latter, sort of from mid-2000s, that I started to notice it. Uh, and now, you know, we're seeing it, you know, if you look sort of statistically, for example, 25% of Australians between 18 to 35 uh, have tats, 36% of Americans between 18 to 29, 30% of college students in America, so it's quite commonplace. So I thought I'd start with the history, because the history is actually really interesting, because it explains that, you know, before, let's call it sort of the modern era, it was actually common not only uh, 
within like Western and Pacific Island cultures, but all around the world. So what we're seeing is actually, if anything, like a return to cultural roots for the majority of people around the world and the millennials have just kind of taken on something which has, you know, been put under the rug for a while. So let's go into the history and I'll, I'll try to go through different countries to give you kind of a vibe of what's going on as well. Because I think it's kind of an interesting thing to, to have a look at. So the oldest tattoo uh, on on record uh, is Otzi the Iceman. Uh, so that's 3,370 to 3,100 years BC. For those that you don't know, BC is before Christ or BCE, which is before Common Era. Which means that you take 3370, add another, you know, 2019, so you're up to 5,389 years ago. Uh, and he was the first mummy that had actual tattoos on his body, identifiable. Uh, other than that, there's been 49 archaeological sites uh, throughout the world uh, with tattooed mummies. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, Europe, we've discussed uh, Siberia, Mongolia, Alaska, Egypt, Sudan. Andes uh, and Western China. Ancient Egypt had it around 2000 BC. Uh, we'll just quickly go through the countries and areas now. So China have had them again, similar for thousands of years, but it was always considered to be barbaric, you know. So it, it was, and this is this is a common theme throughout many cultures, as, as you'll see as we go through it. And then you, when you understand why it's associated with barbaric criminals criminals and you know bad people so to speak you understand why it's such a, it was such a taboo so china right up and even to the early 1900s it was it was common even for prisoners to be tattooed across their face saying prisoner marco polo also noted in Quanzhou that many came here from upper india to have their bodies painted so in other words he noticed that there was even like a a trade going on amongst people that were performing tattoos as as as, as an art. Now, if you go to Europe, uh, pre-Christian times, um, the Germ Germanic, Celtic, and other Central Northern Europe tribes were heavily tattooed. Uh, Julius Caesar describes them in his Book of Five of his Gallic Wars, 54 BC. Um, Ahmed ibn Fadlan, who was a very famous Islamic a traveller and scholar originally from Baghdad and Iraq and was famous for his account of Volga Vikings, <laughs> of all things. He also noticed that the Scandian Ruse tribe in the 10th century tattooed fingernails to neck. Uh, so it was common for tribes uh, throughout Europe to have um, an enormous amount of, of tattoos. And it was only when Christianity sort of took over Europe that it became formed with barbarism, barbaric, because obviously Christianity was seen as the the saving of the souls of the people and the purification of, of Europeans in particular and the Enlightenment. And so because the tribes beforehand were so heavily tattooed, it, they associated with essentially kind of beneath them, I guess you could say. By the 17th century, British and other pilgrims start to get tattoos. Uh, this pilgrim, these pilgrims were, of course, going to the Holy Land, a Holy Land being sort of Israel-Palestine area at this moment of time. So the question asks, well, how did the word tattoo come about? 
Well, it actually came about in at least English language um, from none other than James Cook, <laughs> who was a European uh, discoverer of Australia. Of course, it was inhabited by the Indigenous for over 40,000 years. Um, but James Cook not only came to Australia, or invaded, as many people would, would say, um, but he also travelled throughout the Pacific Islands, uh, in particular in Tahiti in 1769 in July. Uh, both himself, um, the Sir Joseph Banks, who was there sort of studying sort of the flora and fauna and um, more in depth for the, the societies that were more interested in the how the world sort of worked. And the seamen um, also got tats because they noticed that the Tahitians were covered in this, you know, images and tattoos and whatnot. Uh, the word tattoo comes from the Tahitian and similar Samoan word of tattoo. Uh, and what they actually did, which in this day and age sounds really fucking weird, but they used to bring back like indigenous people to uh, England and sort of parade them around. Like, I mean, we sort of hear about Pocahontas going back to you know, to Europe, but also they did this with uh, Amai, Amai, which was an islander, and uh, he was an islander man, uh, which they took from Tahiti, and he was obviously covered in ink, <laughs> in the slang term, uh, and it was from there that it kind of coddled on more towards, I guess, the sailors, um, the working class, uh, and so we fast-forwarded to around 1898, uh, and it starts to get involved in the aristocracy of Europe. Uh, in fact, one in five gentry had it. Uh, so Europe, it was originally associated uh, from the James Cook uh, on the ship Endeavour expedition, um, where they basically became part for the sort of sailors to have tats, and that's where it became more common. Um, I want to try and fast track because, to be honest, the history of tattoos is absolutely massive, but can be found in Indonesia, uh, India, uh, Japan. Uh, again, it was associated with being barbaric and with the Meiji government took over, which was considered in a way to be what is now modern Japan in 1868. They outlawed it. Um, Egypt, it was common for even for the patrol of the, the, the gods and goddesses and within their culture to have tattoos and ink was very common as well. Um, but I'd like to just come through to, in terms of uh, tattoos, I don't think, like I said, it was discovered and relatively discovered in Tahiti by, by the West, but the Pacific Islands have an incredibly strong and rich attachment to um, the tattooing of, of the skin. Uh, Maori people call it tamako and it's tra traditionally created with chisels. And I'd like to talk about Samoa. Uh, so Samoa, and excuse my pronunciation, for males it's called pe'a and females it's called malu. And it's a tradition of applying tattoos that have been done for thousands of years. In fact, it's done in terms of like a tutorship with the father-son apprenticeship and then it's tied heavily within their culture for example ceremonies and chiefs and then you know each level of the society will have its own tattoos it's done using um, specific things from animal bone and then you know the, the local sort of flora and fauna for the for the ink um, it was common for them to have it 
you know, all throughout the bodies. In fact, the Europeans actually thought that it was a type of cloth that they were covered in. <laughs> so you read the accounts and they thought it was a cloth, but in actual fact, it was they were tattooed. Uh, the traditional session to be done five sessions over 10 days. And when the Europeans colonised, actually, one of the main resistance from the Samoans was that the Christians, again, because they associated it with medieval Europe and barbar you know, barbaric ways and, you know, it's usually what the sailors would be doing and the lower class, they tried to forbid um, tattoos within Samoan culture. And young Samoan originally resisted that um, going to the missionary schools. <laughs> then the Europeans kind of said, oh, we're not going to win this battle. So it's also through Samoa um, and then the other Pacific Islands where it has very significant cultural importance uh, and I think should be something that should be respected and acknowledged. Um, we see it also throughout Europe, like, so through, throughout Asia, like Taiwan, um, Philippines, Indonesia and whatnot. And then if you come to North America, uh, it was a process that was with indigenous North Americans. Uh, it was a process that was highlighted cultural connections to indigenous ways of knowing and viewing the world, as well as connections to family, society and place. Now we come into the modern era. Um, it starts to get into pop culture with Janis Joplin. Uh, Lyle total out of San Francisco was the tattooist uh, and she did a small heart on the left breast, which starts with pop culture. And then again, like I was saying, for me growing up, it wasn't really something that you really sort of saw or heard about. Um, and it starts to come around the mid-2000s with programs like Miami and LA Inc., uh, which starts to put it into the mainstream um, as TV programs. And from then, it becomes, uh, I guess, millennials and essentially sort of people my age um, as a form of expression for them. Uh, and it's now become USA $1.65 billion a year industry. Um, in terms of uh, inspirations, uh, most people search for Japanese tattoos. Uh, even <laughs> it's ironic because if you listen to my Pornhub episode, most people search for Japanese <laughs> Pornhub as well. Uh, and even with uh, tattoos, it's become into, again, with my Pornhub show that I did, I learned that tattoos is now on the rise in terms of people, in terms of their sexuality and what they're looking at as well. Um, most commonplace for women is on the ankle, uh, for the men is the back of the shoulder. 49% uh, of people will look for the tattoo shop with the reputation first. 43% uh, personal meaning, 8% because of the, you know, the price. 36% uh, of US vets have tattoos and 32% have admitted that once they get a little bit, they can't stop. Now, I think that, you know, we can't ignore the fact that uh, tattoos are obviously commonplace within today's society. Um, I, for one, don't have any, but to be honest, it was just I never had the urge to get one. <laughs> I, was just, I just never really had it. But for me, what I love about tattoos is I see it like a, a canvas. Like I really see it as as artwork. I mean, there's obviously the people that get pissed and put something that they don't understand and even under Grande <laughs> put something that made just no sense whatsoever. But I think that if done properly, it can be really incredible art. And I, I like essentially what sort of the Pacific Islanders do with it as well. And I think that because it's such a personal, personal issue, I can't really 
judge or really in a way comment on it because it, it really relies on you as an individual and how you feel and what meaning that it has. But it does seem that once, you know, there are, what's also interesting is that there's some, you know, like some friends will just get the one and then that's it. And then you get a lot of others that, yeah, it's like a canvas. So they start on one bit of the body and then sort of work all the way through. So, you know, the ink <laughs> has become a very, very popular thing. So, yeah, like I said, that's the history. Um, as we can see, it was associated a lot to do with, like, working class and because the Europeans were trying to justify the purity of Christianity, they were trying to say that because the well, their ancestors beforehand were sort of barbaric and civilised, therefore that was the tattoos associated with it. Um, Taiwan, for example, the sort of the indigenous people there was with power and you know this man was tattooed it means he was a good warrior um throughout the central americas it was you know for the prisoners uh, china again for the prisoners um and now we're seeing it completely change to an individual expression and something that i think will will continue to grow um the only advice i would do is that <laughs> you're gonna go a foreign calligraphy or language just make sure you have the proper translation for the love of god <laughs> and um and yeah enjoy it you know and, and take it from there so yeah that's a, that's a little bit of a brief in the tattoos and uh yeah look i guess in final closing if you're going to tat yourself right up to your neck and your face and <laughs> all of your body maybe just maybe just learn a couple of combos to fight because i'm sure someone will try <laughs> will eventually try and take a crack out of curiosity to see anyway enjoy your tattoos um keep going and uh look forward to see the new artwork in future peace